The following pre-recorded program is sponsored by Amy Elaine Ministries, Inc. Get ready to be encouraged and equipped for the authentic life of victory God has prepared for you. Welcome to Real Victory Radio with your hosts, Amy Elaine Martinez and Latan Roland Murphy. Two friends, both devoted wives and moms who have a passion for Jesus and huge hearts for the broken. Amy Elaine is an inspirational speaker, author, and Bible teacher. Latan is an award-winning author, sought-after speaker, and Bible teacher, too. Get ready for some real talk about real life and answers to how you can be courageous and live in victory. Now, here's your host. Amy Elaine and Latan. Hey, welcome to Real Victory Radio. I'm your host, Amy Elaine Martinez, and we are so glad to have you with us this weekend on Real Victory Radio. I have a very special guest in on the phone with me this week, and you are going to love her as much as I do. We are going to be talking to Jennifer Smith about her book, Leading with Jesus, Ministry Outside the Walls of a Church. I love the topic of her book. I love the cover of her book, and I love her heart, and you are going to as well. Please know that you can connect with us at go courageously at realvictoryradio.org. And remember, we are listener supported, so go to the website at realvictoryradio.org and join the victory movement to help us keep the positive message of hope encourage on the radio we are excited to have you with us today jennifer and i'm just going to tell the audience a little bit about you before we jump right into our interview jennifer smith is wife to david and mom to two boys she's a boy mom like me a handful of employees call her mama too she owns along with david a seasonal design import company and retail boutique store, David Christopher's, located in Sheffield, Alabama. She specializes in social media marketing, human resources, and creating an atmosphere where employees love to come to work and customers love to shop because they experience the presence of Jesus there. You can connect with her at davidchristophers.com or on social media at jensmith1421. Hey, Jennifer, welcome to the show. Hey, Amy Elaine, I'm so glad to be here. Well, I have been reading your book, and it is so, so good. I love the cover and everything. So we are just going to dive in today and talk about what it means to lead with Jesus. But before we do that, there's a question that we always love to ask our guest on this show. And that question is, where in your life... Are you currently experiencing the most victory or have you experienced the most victory in your life? Wow. You know, I feel like when we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, we have, we just experience victory every day and he helps us to overcome so many things. And in, currently in my life, I just feel victory in the areas of being, um, he's teaching me more about his grace and he's growing my faith and he's just showing me his mercies are new every day, like his word says. So I just so grateful for so many things, my health for, you know, just the the day to day making it through. That seems like the place we are right now where we're just taking things day by day. And so I just living in victory moment by moment, (laughs) as long as he's with me. 
I love that answer because you know what? We really can live in victory moment by moment. And when we have Jesus walking through those moments with us, and yes, right now, it's it's a difficult walk on most days. So we are facing new things and we need his grace and more faith. And I love that you mentioned the mercies that are new every morning because it is so true that he meets us at the break of dawn if we're up that early, of course, but he meets us in our day, every day, whatever our break of dawn is, right. he meets us there. And it's a beautiful thing to know that we have him walking beside us. And that's a lot of, of what your book is about. Tell us a little bit about what brought you to write Leading with Jesus Ministry Outside the Walls of a Church. Well, to be honest, I have always wanted to write a book, and I thought that book would probably be more along the lines of something to do with marriage or being a mom, things like that. But my husband and I have been in business together for a number of years now, and there are so many things you have to just learn the hard way. (laughs) And I wanted this book to be something that could help people in their daily life to be Jesus in the marketplace because so many people can find Jesus to the walls of a church. It's what you do in small group. It's what you do on Sunday morning. But through this book, I wanted to show people how to really not just lead like Jesus, but with him and his Holy Spirit being your guide each step of the way, whether you are a mom or you are an employee or an employer, whichever your role, whatever your roles are, you can always lead with Jesus and take him into the world, which is where people really need need him we need to get him outside of the walls of the church and just be jesus to everybody that we meet and so we have a lot of customers that do own their own businesses and this book primarily in the beginning started out being something that i would have wanted someone to give me on my first day in the job in a leadership position but like i said the book can can obviously uh, cover a lot of ground and it's not just for people that that have a business but There's a lot of stories and things like that related to where we have been and what we have overcome with the Lord. And so that's that's kind of the purpose of the book is to help people to be encouraged, to be inspired, and to learn how to lead with him. It is a different thing to lead with him and not just like him. Can you tell us a little bit more about how you discovered what works in doing that? Because I think sometimes we feel like it's, we want to be like him, but sometimes we feel inadequate. But sometimes when we move to being with him, it eases that burden of trying to be like him, I think. So can you tell us a little bit more about what you meant when you said, not just lead like Jesus, but with him? Right. Well, his obviously the the scripture, the the Bible gives us an uh, example of how to be like him. We're supposed to follow his example, and we're supposed to be filled with the fruits of the spirit. You know, no, uh, mercy and joy and uh, long suffering and, and patience. And we we go through all these these adjectives of describing what Jesus is like, and we're supposed to be like that. But leading with him is basically just allowing the Holy Spirit to come into your life, to come into your heart so that you can discern what you need to discern so that you're able to 
hear his still small voice in the moments when life is hard and you're not really sure what decision to make or what direction to go or what door is open and what's being closed. And it's a intimacy with the Lord. It's an intimacy within your prayer life. And that's where it starts is praying and asking God to open your ears, your spiritual ears, your spiritual eyes to see what he sees and to hear what, um, hear the things that he wants you to hear and to really be his, be the feet and the hands of Jesus. So it's mainly letting the Holy Spirit just supernaturally into your life. And that's just such a miracle in and of itself. But he is always there wanting to lead, wanting to guide beside us if we invite him in. But of course, we have to give him that invitation and we have to allow him to be the force that, that drives our every decision and our thought processes and just taking everything no matter how small, to him in prayer and, and just waiting. Sometimes we have to wait for him to tell us which, which, which way to move and, and what to do, and that can be hard. But as long as we are obedient to him, so many people worry about missing the, the Lord and missing what he has for them. But when you're leading with him and when you're walking with him every day, you're not going to miss him. Oh, I love that. Yes, we will not miss him when we are walking with him. In your introduction, you said a quote, and I I just want to quote from your introduction because it was so powerful. It says, it's only my job to cast the seeds and pray. They reach fertile ground so God can reap a harvest and be glorified within the pages of a humble hustle to not only be like Jesus in the workplace, but to lead alongside him on our journey to advance the kingdom of God outside the walls of a church. And you also say you can do ministry right where you are, making an impact on your community and ultimately on your world. How do you encourage the person who feels like maybe they don't have a lot of influence in their current season? You know, either a an older person who has retired, maybe they're out of the marketplace, or maybe a young mom who feels like, She's just around diapers all day. How would you encourage that person to know that they can do ministry right where they're at and make an impact? Well, I think we can get so caught up in numbers these days of how many people I can reach or how far the reach can go. And we forget about the opportunities that are right in front of us. The day-to-day people that we come in contact with may just be the people that God has for us to influence for his kingdom. So whether you're influencing one person or a million people, it's just as important to the Lord. And we have to remember that our work is just as important, no matter the scale or the magnitude of how many people we're reaching and things like that. And I remember when I wrote the book, the enemy just kept trying to tell me, you know, um, oh, you're, this, their words are going to return void and, and no one's going to listen. No one wants to hear this and things like that. But the Holy Spirit told me my word doesn't return void. So as long as we are, like, like you quoted, you know, casting that seed out there, then that's when God can really work and when he can move. And we just can't underestimate the differences that we can make because, yes, you may be home with that little baby and, running yourself ragged and chasing them around. But when you're sowing those seeds into their hearts, that person could go on your, you know, your child or your someone that you're working alongside of at work 
they could go on to influence more people than you could ever reach, but you planted that seed. So you're just as important in the process, whether you just plant the seed or whether you're actually there to see the harvest. And so I think people just really have to remember, hey, what I'm doing for God is important. And it doesn't matter what anybody else says. And it doesn't matter how many people, you know, I reach. I'm just going to pray every day that I reach the people he wants me to reach. And I make the impact he wants me to make. And then I can't mess up. I can't, um, you know, I'm on the right track. He's got got me right where he wants me. And that's always the best place to be. It is. It totally is. In the beginning of the book, you talk about a really important concept, and that is not forgetting your why. You refer to the verse Galatians 6, 9, that tells us, let us not become weary of doing good, for at the proper time we will reap reap the harvest. And it is so easy to grow weary, especially when we don't know our why. How can you help us to, you know, be reminded or what practical applications can you help us to connect with our why if the person that is listening today doesn't know you know what their why is or maybe they've forgotten yes and that's it's so important to to know your why and to get to that why or to to figure that out again it goes back to prayer and spending time with god with him every day in his word every day so that he can direct your steps and not listening to the voice of the enemy and learning to, to recognize and discern the voice of the Holy Spirit so that when he sends you on a mission, for example, you might take a job that sounds, it's, it's, it's like my story where I left a really um, great university setting where I was working, loved my job. It was like a dream job to me, but God called me out of that into the small business world. And I was upset about it at first. I didn't want to go where he was leading me. That is not what I had planned for my life and what I wanted to do. But he um, he, he called me out and said, this is what you're going to do. And so anytime I have days that I want to quit and I want to go home and I don't want to do it anymore, I just remember my why, that God has sent me here to make a difference in this place. And that's what I need to be to be doing. So when people aren't sure of their why, I think it's so important that they pray and they ask God to reveal that to them. And whenever he does, they hang on to that word until he moves them. They just camp out under it um, until he changes direction, you know, changes their direction or because everything comes in seasons and just being content with where he is and grateful or content with where you are and grateful to him uh, along the way of every step of that process. I love the idea of camping out under the word that he's given us. And I can completely equate or um, relate to your experience in that. When God called me to homeschool, my then fifth grader, I was like, you have got the wrong girl. Like I am, that is not my job. I am not for that at all. And I had tried to teach my older one how to write his name, you know, years before. And we like had like almost a knockdown drag out uh, argument. And so I was like, that is not what I am meant to do. And you know what? It was exactly what I was meant to do. And it actually led me to where I am today in 
I found my sweet spot, you know, teaching and teaching the word of God to women in my community. It led me to being on staff at a church later. But at the time I was, I was like, I don't want to do that. And so, you know, I think that it is, I tried to, to continue that story. I tried to do both of those things, lead women at, um, you know, on staff at a church and as well, homeschool. And I had to choose at one point and I had to really, again, listen to God. Not only had he called me to homeschool and I loved it, but I was doing my, my dream job of leading women as the women's ministry director at our church. And then he called me home to lay that down for a season saying, you know, I can always call you back into ministry, but you'll never get this time back again. And it proved to be a monumental decision. And it was something that ended up really being necessary for my son. And I had no idea that God could see the big picture. And that leads me to a next question for you, because we may not always see it or understand it, but God's protection over our lives is abundant. And it is, I don't even know the word. It's just, it's, it's, it's a heavy weight, not on us, but it's like, it's a, it's a covering over us that we are not even aware of. It's not heavy to us because it's light. His burden is light, but at that same time, you talk about in the book about God's protection and how we always have it and how we can count on it. And I think when I when I finished your book and read that part, I was like, "Ooh, we need to touch on that today because of the place that we're in right now. People don't feel very protected, I think. So could you speak into that? Yes, for sure. I think it's so important for us to make a list of things and times in our lives when God has protected us to really reflect and look back. I know that I talk about in the book some stories, even from my teenage years where I was protected from boys that had bad intentions and from car or where I'd had car accidents, but I made it out. Okay. And just time after time of God has, that God had protected me throughout those seasons. And so it's important for people to be able to take a list, make a list and spend some time just thinking about, you know, all the times and his track record, because God's track record is awesome. <laughs> and when we lean on that and we lean into that and say, hey, he has not forsaken me yet. He's not going to. That's not who he is. He's going to bring me. If he brings me to it, he's going to bring me through it. And to know that sometimes things that look bad to us or we don't like are really growing our character and that's more important to God than changing our circumstances he wants to grow our character and he can use all the things that are going on in the world right now that have us afraid and scared and anxious he can use that to develop us into stronger uh, people into stronger leaders he can help us to trust him more help us to lean not on our own understanding but but to him and you know in second Thessalonians it tells us but the Lord is faithful he will establish you and guard you against the evil one so we have to know in our hearts and believe it in our minds that God is going to protect us that he is going to take care of us and that just like his word said good things can come from this um, that'll be for his glory and for our good when we trust in him 
And so we just can't forget that. It's got to be a daily reminder, you know, put, <laughs> put it somewhere you see it every day where you know and remind yourself that God is there and he is faithful and you might not understand and that's okay, but you will overcome because as we talked about in the beginning, we live in victory because we live in Jesus. Oh, that's so good. You also refer to a couple of other scriptures when you're talking about if we need reminding of God's protection in our lives. Uh, some of your favorite mm-hmm. verses are also Psalm 91, 4 and Hebrews ten twenty three that says, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering for he who promised is faithful. Mm-hmm. we can rely on him. I loved how you said God's track record is awesome. And it is. His track record <laughs> is awesome. And it is great to be reminded of that. There is another question that I have for you. And you talk about this through the book about taking the opportunity to pray, even at mm-hmm. work. And that is you know, a frightening thing for some people. It's a uncomfortable thing for other people. What would, but the results are amazing. And we don't always, it doesn't have to necessarily be at work, but even in the grocery store or other places and praying for other people. Can you tell us, you know, maybe a story about that? Yeah, well, we actually had a story recently that involved one of our uh, up-and-coming managers at our store, and this is something that part of her training is learning when to pray for people and to hear from from God. Because you know, you know, you don't want to just randomly do that. Uh, you want to make sure that it's something that the Lord is prompting you to do when it's with a stranger. A lot of times, and so she, uh, one day, I'd left from work, and I felt like the Holy Spirit was asking me to ask her to pray about uh, her role in praying for another employee here at our store. And so I sent her a quick text and said, hey, you should pray and ask the Lord if you should pray for this particular person. And she wrote me back and she said, why did he tell you I should? (laughs) And just kind of laughed about it. And I said, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying you pray and ask if this is, is an opportunity for you. And later in the afternoon, she sent me a text and said, that she prayed about it. The Lord did put that on her heart and she went to that person and she prayed over them and for them. And the, the person, you know, cried and, and said, this is exactly what I needed. It was spot on. Thank you so much. And it was an opportunity for her. She had never done that before. It was her first time to branch out. I love but that. Again, I think, yeah, when God, when he tells you to do that, he equips you to do it. He does. He and you Jennifer, you know what? We have exhausted all of our time this has been the best conversation (laughs) it feels like it was like just a couple of minutes and i we're right talking about prayer and praying for others we just have about two minutes left in this show would you pray for our listeners to just give them the courage to take the opportunity to pray and to lead like jesus and lead with him for us yes thank you so much thank you Heavenly Father, we just come to you today. We thank you for who you are, Lord. We thank you for your grace and your mercy, Lord. We thank you that we can live victoriously through you every day, Lord. I thank you for Amy Elaine and this station, Father, that you just continue to bless them 
And Lord, I just lift up each listener to you, Father, that as they're listening, that you meet them in their place of need, Lord. I pray that you reveal yourself to them in mighty ways and new ways, that you make your presence known in their lives, Lord, that they can they know who you are, Father, that they can depend on you. Let them know your love. Let that love just envelop them, Father, so that they are not scared during this time in our world, Father. I just lift up um, our nation to you and, and our world that is hurting and broken, Father. I just ask you to to be with our um, leadership, Father, and that good decisions are made, Father. And I just ask for you to be with us throughout the rest of this day. Help us to be a light for you in our marketplace, Lord. Help us to lead with and like Jesus in each step of our day. And help us to have the confidence to go boldly and not... Uh, not waver, Father. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. That was a beautiful prayer. And Jen, I want to thank you so much for being on this show. You guys, we are, like I said, completely out of time. Don't forget to go check out the replays of the podcast. You can catch any of them on all the social outlets that we're on. Go to realvictoryradio.org. Join the Victory Movement Look at the different guests that we have had, and we just want to encourage you today to go courageously and live victoriously. Thanks so much for making Real Victory Radio part of your day. Thanks for listening to Real Victory Radio. We love to hear from you. Please email us at gocourageously at realvictoryradio.org. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and on Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, and YouTube. Stay connected, go courageously, and live victoriously. We hope you were encouraged by today's episode of Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez and Latan Roland Murphy. Go to amyelaine.com to find out more about Amy's ministry, including her book, Becoming a Victory Girl. And go to latanmurphy.com to learn more about her award-winning book, Courageous Women of the Bible. Real Victory Radio is a listener-supported radio ministry outreach. We depend on your prayers and donations. Check out the Victory Movement for ways you can partner with us to reach listeners with the power to go courageously and live in victory. Please join us again Saturdays at 6 a.m. and 4 p.m. for Real Victory Radio. 94.7 FM, The Word.